Hi guys, welcome back to Hot, Rich and Magnetic. Today I want to talk to you about facing your fears and I want to mention the top 10 fears that human beings have in my opinion on really the number one fear of all, which is not mentioned in this article that I read and my actual fear, which is not listed here. I'm going to share it with you guys. Keep my secret. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Here we go. This is going to be very interesting. I'm going to get right in it. The number one fear, according to this article, is social phobias. Okay. So it is a type of anxiety disorder and it includes excessive self-consciousness in social situations. I don't have that one. I am, I'm actually an extroverted introvert. I'm an introvert because I need time alone to recharge and, uh, social situations do get me overwhelmed and, uh, and drained after a while. But when I am in social situations, I actually love to be seen and heard. And I just, uh, I love to dress. If you guys have followed me for a while, you know that I love fashion and photo shoots and all that. So I love to be around people and talk to people. I just, after a while, have to go home and just take my clothes off, take a shower and be left alone. But I don't have that one. So, so that is the number one fear. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? I would have thought it was something else. The number two is agoraphobia, which is fear of open spaces. Now, I had never heard of this one. I've heard of claustrophobia, but not agoraphobia, of fear of open spaces. Um, I don't, I don't it, it sounds to me kind of, kind of complex. And it sounds to me like it's an anxiety disorder as well. So I guess if people are afraid of open spaces, they'll stay home all the time. Um, but yeah, so that's the number two. The number three is acrophobia, which is fear of heights. Now I do have this one. I am afraid of heights. I don't know why. I think I might have inherited from my mom or maybe it comes from a past life. I am afraid of heights, but not to the point where I don't go up to a rooftop and enjoy a nice dinner or not to a point where I don't go, I didn't go up in that elevator in Toronto, where you see this, where I think I was inside the, this CN Tower. Yeah. So I went up the elevator that has glass floors. I mean, I'm afraid of heights, but not to that point where I cannot do that. So I did that. Um, but some people are really, really afraid of heights. Like, I don't think my mom would have gotten on that elevator. And, um, and if she is somewhere where uh, like a rooftop or something, she will not get too close to the edge. And, and you know, um, I'm proud of her for at least going up to the rooftop because she's really afraid of heights. So uh, that's, that was number three. Number four, I don't know how to pronounce, pronounce this, but you're going to know, you're going to be very familiar with this one. It's pteromeranophobia, which is the fear of flying. I you know what? This is interesting. This is interesting. I am, I don't look forward to like being in inside the plane and taking off as much, but I don't, it's not to the point where I have to get drunk or high 
or to where I don't take an airplane because I love the result of it, which is going to be me being in another fucking city enjoying my life. So, but some people are so afraid that they will not get on a plane or they have to get really, really drunk. But fear of flying is very common. Claustrophobia is people being afraid of being in enclosed spaces. I, I, I mean, for me to be to feel claustrophobic is if you put me in a closet and lock me in there. I guess. I mean, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't have this one, but a lot of people do. Entomophobia is the fear of insects. Now look, <laughs> I, I might have this one actually now that I think about it I just you know if I see something looking like a demon jumping on my leg I I don't like it okay so is that having entomophobia or is that just like being grossed out by a fucking insect I don't know where do you draw that line (laughs) where do you draw that line I don't know uh there is there are like about 80 wasps in my backyard right now I, the owner and I have been working diligently in getting rid of these damn insects and we can't because they keep, I don't know, they keep, uh, they just, just won't go away. We killed three nests. Okay. I know we got to go after the nest. We know that, you know, but they're still around and I don't go outside to drink my coffee anymore because if one of those goddamn wasps come at me and sting me, I'm going to be so mad. So is that having entomophobia? No, I think that's just common sense. But I might have a little bit of this. Like from a 1 to 10, I might be at like a 6, okay? So that's more than a little bit. That's more than half. But if something just bites and crawls, guys, aren't you like, isn't any normal human being kind of like, ew? I don't know. Let me know what you think. The next fear is ophidiophobia, which is fear of snakes. Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe this comes from back in the uh, the times of Adam and Eve, if you believe that that it was even real. I don't know. But if I see a snake, I I go the other way. Okay? I'm just going to say that. I don't, like, call the police, but I go the other way. (laughs) I'm like, and if the snake has orange colors that is usually here in Florida. That's a coral snake. Anywhere it's a coral snake, but we have a lot of them here in Florida. And that one will kill you. And if it's a baby snake, even worse, because they don't know how to control the amount of poison that they release when they bite. So that one will kill you even faster. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a pretty common one too. The next one is xenophobia, which is the fear of dogs. I don't know why anybody would be afraid of dogs, but it has to be, it has to do with something in childhood, some type of fear that was instilled in this child, a dog attacked the child or something, or a dog attacked someone and the child saw it. And then now they develop this, this, um, this fear of dogs. The next one is astrophobia, which is fear of storms. Fear of storms. Not afraid of those. Love those, actually. And the last one here is trypanophobia, which is the fear of needles. And I mean, I mean, does anybody want a piece of metal inside of them? No. 
but um do I have a do I consider myself having a phobia no no you know what's funny my trainer right now he is he looks like a tough guy he's a competitor he's got a perfect body and and he's full of tattoos but he's afraid of needles and I'm like that doesn't make any sense bro just makes no sense and he laughs he's like yeah I just cannot have any needles anywhere near me but I'm full of tattoos so (laughs) I don't know people are uh people are interesting people are interesting so okay so here's my conclusion in my opinion I don't have to be right I do not have all the truths of all the universe okay this is Damaisi talking but I believe at the bottom of all of these fears is the fear of death. Because think about it. You have, you have all these fears of like height, flying, enclosed spaces, insects, snakes. At the bottom core of those fears is the fear of you perishing, you existing no more. And I believe that this is the primal fear of all human beings. Take in completely to the extreme listen to this i've had clients come to me crying yeah right we cry when we have issues with our husband or our boyfriend or someone we just met that that we're having um conflict with or it 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 goes all the way to like a guy not texting the girl back or the girl not texting the guy back okay and this other person on the other side freaks out and I mean it takes them out I'm talking crying hysterically feeling like they don't matter feeling like a complete uh disaster right and then you start talking to them and you're like okay what are you really going through like tell me what your fear is what happens if this person doesn't text you back ever again what happens and then they say, well, I just, uh, I'm just going to be really, really devastated. Really? Okay, tell me more. What, why are you going to be devastated? Uh, because I just really want to be with this, this guy or this woman. And, and now they have abandoned me. Okay. All right, so you're going to feel devastated. You're going to feel abandoned. And, and what, what's under that? Then what's going to happen? Well, I, if I'm abandoned, then that means, you know, I'm going to feel like I'm not loved and I'm not lovable and I'm going to be alone forever. And you're like, whoa, okay, let's keep going. So this person doesn't text you back and you're going to feel abandoned, you know, and then you're going to feel, and these are real feelings, you guys. I've been there myself, so I'm not judging. This is, this feels very real to people. And, and I'm going to explain to you why. So it, it takes them all the way down to like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm not, I, I'm afraid that I'm not lovable, that I'm not going to be loved and that I'm going to be alone. And then when you ask them, okay, and then what's going to happen if you're alone? Well, then I'm going to die. Like really the fucking fear is the fear of death. And we don't realize this, so we start freaking out over superficial things like somebody not texting us back. So we are giving the power of life and death to a person. And the first thing you got to do to take your power back from any fear is to realize that 
It is a story that you're telling yourself in your mind. Think about this. It is a story that you're telling yourself in your mind. And it's not real or unreal. It's as real as you make it at that moment. Now, the cases of phobias, like I was mentioning, those cases are more extreme because now they're going to need real professional help that I cannot give. But we're not, now I'm not talking about the phobias. Now I'm talking about the everyday fears. And I'm going to share with you my number one fear besides the fear of death. But I wanted to touch on this because if you're giving your power away to haters on the internet or comments that you might get or comments that you might get at work from your coworkers, rejections, things that your boss may or may not say, even your boss not talking to you, giving you the silent treatment. If you're giving your power to that, and here's how it looks if you're giving your power away. It looks like you, you get, you're getting depressed, crying, getting anxious, getting angry. Um, and you have the right to feel all of those feelings, but it's not getting over those feelings what's going to really affect you later because it gets us sick physically and mentally, you know, this is not something you can sustain. That's how you give your power away. If a man or a woman doesn't text you and you, and it takes you out, it takes you out, obviously. And then when I mean takes you out, I mean, you cry uncontrollably, you feel abandoned, you feel like you, something is wrong with you, like you're unlovable and all of that. You you need a lot of healing, right? You need healing. You need to really face those feelings of, of feeling not good enough, not lovable, and, and that you, like, you don't matter and all of that, and that fear of like ultimate death, right? You need to obviously look at those. Cannot ignore those. You have to feel those because they come from childhood. But also realize, like, hey, um, I'm not giving my power away to this situation, to this man or this woman, for much longer, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of these feelings. And then I'm going to move on. And I'm going to take my power back. And I'm, and I, because I am that bitch, you know, period. Get, like you, you've got to give yourself a, a timing over here for, for dealing with your emotions. Now, the, I know this, what I just said sounded really strict and masculine, there is a fine line, you guys, between giving yourself all the time that you need to heal your inner child and not rushing it and also extending it and being a, addicted to being a victim and addicted to being angry and addicted to being um, victimized and sad and depressed, okay? You have got to find that line for you. I am not going to tell you where that boundary is. Nobody can. Nobody can. It's, this, is, this is you, and there's no way. This is you with you, and there's no way you could really mess it up. Because if you cut yourself short of feeling it, and then you realize it later because you feel it again, then you go back and continue to nurture yourself. And if you go too long nurturing yourself, you're going to realize that too, and then you're going to take your power back. There's no way to mess this up, okay? But... The only way to quote unquote mess this up is if you continue to stay in the this 
place of victimhood and you succumbing to your fears. So to overcome overcome any fear, you have to look at it straight in the fucking face. You have to look at it and you have to conclude, okay, why am I feeling this? Where is the bottom of this? Where did this start? It usually starts in childhood, something you experience or something you hear constantly being told in your household that creates this fear and or phobia too, okay? So you got to look at it in the face and then you got to realize that it's the meaning you're giving it that is really making it strong and it's making you spiral. And also then you realize, okay, so I'm looking at it I'm, and reframing the meaning that I'm giving to it. And then if the fear is still there, because sometimes it just doesn't go away and that is okay, then you decide to walk with it. Okay? You fucking walk with it. You do the things you told yourself you're going to do with fear right by your side. And understand it is not the devil. It's not an enemy. It is a part of you trying to protect you. Period. This is why we feel fears. It's a part of us trying to protect us. And you're going to go write that book. You're going to go start that YouTube channel. You're going to go do those things you said you were going to do for your body, for your health. You're going you're gonna to confront the phobias without putting your life in danger, of course. But I don't want you to define yourself by a fear or a phobia and not live your purpose. And this brings me to my fear. My number one fear is that I'm going to be on my deathbed and I'm going to realize that even though I became a best-selling author, even though I made multiple millions of dollars, even though I traveled and ate all the finest foods and wore all the finest linens, I did not fulfill my purpose. That is a very real fear that I have. And if you're a psychologist listening to this and you have something to tell me, please tell me. Send me a message because I could use feedback. But that is a very real fear and... Um, I hope to God that I don't get to that point where I am in my deathbed. I know I'm going to die any moment now. And I'm actually ready, right? Because I'll be, I'll be ready to go. Trust me. <laughs> and then I'm still going to have this question. Did I fucking do what I came here to do? Did I do what I came here to do? So... What is your fear? What is your main, main fear? Is it the fear of being abandoned? Is it the fear of being unlovable? Is it the fear of failure? Is it the fear of being hated publicly? And that's why you don't go out and show your real self to the world. Is it the fear of losing your loved person and then being having to live life, and start it from scratch again. I've been there. What is it? And can you 
dissect it. Can you sit down with yourself and write down what happens if this happens and then what happens and then what happens and then what happens and realize that you are the source of your love. You are the source of your power and the source of your success. Can you do that? And if not, I'm here for you. I would love to coach you. You can always reach out to me. And I'm going to leave some links in the show notes for you guys. I love you. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed it. We started with the phobias and we ended up with something way, way deeper than that. And I shared something with you guys that I had never shared in public, which is my biggest fear. I love you guys and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.